I'm, am I am I hosting it? Yeah. I know I'm hosting it because it's my podcast, boy. Yo, what up, podcast podcast people? It's the one and only legend of winning, aka Low, and we back with another episode of the AO podcast. On my left, (laughs) (laughs) on my left, we got Agent Zero. Say what's up with him, man. Say what's up. Hey, what's hi guys? I saw Fox today. I know y'all don't really give a fuck, but I felt like everybody needed to know some information like that. And um, Waffle Man isn't here today, so we're going to just do the um, podcast. Jesus, dude. You're making me <laughs> cringe. <laughs> oh, man. The OGs don't know what's up. They know they know what's good, bro. They know what's Gucci. Mm-hmm. Um, we know, we're in the middle of the off-season. <laughs> we are? Yeah. So, there's, there's not much to talk about, but there's going to be it's- a few, few topics. And then I asked y'all on Twitter... About a Q&A. Some of those questions I answered on my second channel. However, for the people out there. Wait, 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 wait. You have a second channel? <laughs> I have a second channel. Second? I have a second channel that I made like a while ago and I never really uploaded it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just upload this Q&A on this second channel. I'm not going to lie, Lo. It kind of looked conceited, bro. I saw This is what happened. I saw Lo put out a tweet and he was like, yo, I'm doing the Q&A. Ask me some questions. And he was answering the questions on Twitter. And I was like, imagine how fantastic you must think your NBA knowledge must be. So it's not even for content, for some sort of video. It's not for the podcast. He was just out, just like, hey, guys, ask me some questions because you guys don't know shit. The audacity of me to ask my fan base to ask me questions and then for me to turn around and answer those questions but you with my opinion video or a piece of content you genuinely think that you're enriching lives by just answering no I don't <laughs> I just I just said yo ask me a question nah, and I'm gonna answer nah, nah. you're yo, thinking way your, too much into your this second channel no. is not even on your uh it's not even on your like you know how you have the suggested channels me Nick Nick Smith whoa it's been a minute and Waffle Man you need to put it on there, bro. I need, anyway. throw, I need to throw D Brown on there too, right? Oh yeah, damn, you're not a real friend, Lo. Damn, is he on bro. yours? Well, let me. If I go to yours right now, He's a, I, I don't even know if he is, but I guarantee you he is. I haven't checked, but he is. I'm a, I'm a good friend, Lo. See, don't get that twisted, man. Just because I don't pick up my phone at all hours of the day doesn't you mean put, that I'm not. You put King of the Fourth Quarter before D Brown. No, King of the Fourth Quarter is after D Brown. Even if it was before, why does it matter? You had you had him on here first, bro. Cut it out. <laughs> um, uh, before we actually get to the questions, though, there is one thing I want to talk about. I don't What's think that? you. I don't think you. Um, you watch this though, but this man Zion Williams is something serious. Oh yeah, yeah. We mean I don't think I watched that. It's a Canadian tour, of course. I'm paying attention. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you did. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. okay all right. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me do this real quick. Uh huh. Go ahead. I don't watch college. I, I don't. I promise people I don't. However, comma, Zion Williams about to have me in my college bag. Y'all about to see me filling out brackets and shit like that. Y'all, y'all gonna see me every, uh, every Saturday. They play, they play basketball on Saturday, right? No, that's football. Jesus, dude. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know when they play, but I'm gonna make sure I, I'm gonna get, you know, get in front of a TV or get in front of a stream. Watch it. The first two games that him and um RJ played were amazing and, and spectacles that I haven't 
seen from a, a collegiate player in a really, really long time. This man is like a mixture of like, I hate when people do this, but it, I, I was just so, I was so in awe of what I saw. He's like a mixture of Charles Barkley and Dominique Wilkins. Like the you way he you grabs said LeBron, bro. Like he he's not LeBron. You know, for the for the people out there who's saying that he's LeBron, y'all have no idea what y'all are talking about. He's not LeBron. He is though. But no, he's not. LeBron LeBron doesn't even play like that. He literally plays like a mixture of Charles Barkley and Dominique. The way that he dunks the ball is very similar to Dominique. Two two hand windmills jamming it really really hard. You can literally hear. The fucking rim clapping up against the goddamn backboard as it's trying to break and the sound rumbles around the fucking arena. And then he grabs rebounds and the way he moves in traffic is very, very similar to Barkley. Like he grabs rebound. He grabs defensive rebounds as if he's trying to do a putback on the opposing team's basket. Like it's, I don't, I've, I haven't, I've never seen a player like, I'm not saying I've never seen a player that athletic because I've obviously seen players that, that athletic, that athletic, but I've never seen anybody who just looks like a physical outlier amongst so many people and consistently uses his physicality almost every single play. Even when he's shooting threes, he looks like a muscle head on the goddamn perimeter, just chucking up three. It's, it's, I don't know what, I don't know what. He's supposed to play. I think he's supposed you to be a power forward. bodybuilder. What the fuck is a muscle head, bro? Same thing. I think he's, he's, it looks like he's going to be a power forward in the NBA. He's already like, well, I think he's like well into 200. I think he's like 235 or something like that. I could be wrong, but he looks like he, he, he like, he looks like a very well built 235. I think he's six, seven. And he's just like, he's a great today's. NBA power forward type of a player. All right, man. Don't get your pins in a haystack needle, my guy. Ryerson is oh, 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 oh. And also, a side note, if he come into Atlanta, I might be an Atlanta fan next year. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Let's be clear. You're already an Atlanta fan. Stop. You're, stop. You're a bandwagon Laker fan the way you're a bandwagon Oladipo fan, the way you're about to be a bandwagon. Oh, my uh, God. How can I so, bandwagon? Come on. Cut it out. Cut it Let out. me give you the so I don't watch uh, NCAA at all, but I did go to a Canadian university. I'll tell you guys right now, Ryerson is booty butt cheeks. So if you saw their performance against Ryerson and thought, oh, I don't know what they're looking like this year, I'm telling you last year. Uh, I don't know what new recruits they added, whatever. Carlton, a team in Ottawa, is usually the best team in Canada. Uh, and then Brock, the school I went to, was third, I think, in Canada. So those and that school is in Niagara. If they if they go up against those schools and then wipe him out by like thirty, I'll be impressed. But yeah, you're not gonna impress me beating Ryerson. But it was nice just to, he he did what he did in high school. It wasn't anything new I seen. It was just seeing him do it at the next level, which I think a lot of people found impressive. Now was um, it really at the next level? Because I know we're in high school, but some of them did like they should be. I mean, I know we're in college, but some of them look like they still should be in high school. I ain't gonna flex to you. No, no, it is the next level, bro. Is it? Charles, if you if you saw Canadian high school basketball players, you would agree this is the next level. <laughs> like it's the Canadian Canadian high school basketball barely exists. There's like I mean, a Andrew, I mean Andrew Wiggins is from Canada, but he went to one of those like specialty basketball schools. Right? I mean, they but have, we but we know like what type of breed of players y'all y'all bring out. 
the Steve Nashes, the two-time MVPs. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, I mean like the Tristan Thompsons, the guys that they don't show up in the um the guys the that the guys that uh <laughs> secure the bag. We're talking about those people. Oh, the overpaid guys. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I think we agree. We agree now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We agree. We agree. You're right. We on the same yeah. page. You're right. You're uh-huh, right. Uh huh. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, I don't really care about that game though. I mean, it was cool to see, but like, it's it's just like seeing any other Baller's Life highlight video. All right, cool, impressive. Which is crazy, I, right? But like, that's exactly. I'm happy, brother. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a Baller's Life mixtape. They were the ones who posted it. I mean, on Twitter when it went viral, they were the ones that I seen do it. And I mean, but it was a, but it was an actual game though. That's what I'm saying. Like the fact that did it you watch like, the actual? I know you didn't watch the game, bro. There, I didn't watch it. I watched the first quarter. I'll take that back. But that moment where he blocked, it was a goal 10. But the moment where he blocked that dude, right, that shit was. First of all, I think it's really cool that Duke is doing a Canadian tour. Does any other U.S. colleges, universities do that? For what? Why, why would we do that? Why would anybody. The any... same reason they're doing it. To dominate other teams? <laughs> no, it's the same reason why some NBA games every year are played in London or. Uh, an NBA game is played in China, or like they'll have like a celebrity game or something like that. It's, well, to dominate, to make their team, they'll make their team look way better than what they it's, are. It's for it's not about making people look better. It's, it's not, you know, it's, it's just like you want to increase your brand and how you're going to do that, right? Everybody that knows Duke loves Duke already, and so you go to new markets to get new people. Simple. For um, for for college teams, I understand why. Is to to kind of uh, recruit, be, make it easier to kind of recruit people if you kind of pop up in a in a city or a town every now and then, especially um, overseas. Since y'all are overseas, then you can be we're able not, to pop up. We're over. not overseas <laughs> unless the fucking Lake Ontario is a sea, my guy. Yeah, the great the Great Lakes is overseas, bro. We're over lakes, yes. Indeed. So because y'all are over a, uh, a huge body of water, we we're <laughs> able he able to like really put their thumb. Print in, in you know Canada. I don't think that's what they're doing, bro. At all. I think that's what he's doing, but I, I don't why, know. I don't, why would I don't they know bring why. the whole team to scout players? You know, like it's not really, gonna... it's not really scouting. It's just like you're kind of getting in. You're, you're kind of like just putting yourself out there. Like, yo, I remember that time we we was in you know Duke and you saw us wilding and shit like that, like that right there. <laughs> yo, did you hear that story about? uh that NFL player in the University of Maryland who died after practice? No, I did not. Dude, it was a tragic story. And we're on the note of college sports is why I thought of it. Basically, the TLDR is uh, the coach and the whoa, trainer. Whoa, whoa, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Yeah. What did you just say? The TLDR. You're from Reddit, right? How do you not know that? Agent. Don't well, don't we, don't ever don't talk to me in in shorthand, bro. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. Low, just I'm just not a, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a fourteen year old girl. But to don't, start, don't talk to, to me. To start the podcast, Low pronounced a comma. He pronounced punctuation. Just Agent. to clarify, right? Agent, and I'm about to do it again. Don't talk to me in shorthand. Period. Exclamation mark. Period. <laughs> Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that again. Don't ever. All right. The short don't tell form, me. Don't right? ever tell okay. me. LOL. Don't ever spell out LOL in real life to me. That's not what I did. I said TLDR. Don't don't do that. Don't. That's like me saying. That's like me. If I would have said, don't ever spell out TLDR in IRL. Don't do shit like that. I say IRL in all of my videos. 
That's the reason why I unsubscribe. I say ahead, AFK. Well, that's, that's not that's not even corny. <laughs> Yo, that's just what people do. Stop. Stop. All right. Just go ahead. Finish, story, finish, finish your story, bro. Okay. So basically, uh, the conditioning coach and the head coach work their players to death. It's like one of those teams. Did you watch uh, Last Chance U? No, I don't. I don't watch stuff like that. Okay, it's a pretty good show about like college football. Anyway, it's it's kind of like that. It's hard coaches that rely on discipline and fear. Basically, they worked this guy to the point where he was exhausted and he was having trouble breathing. And then instead of like, you know, what a regular human being would do, be like, yo, are you good? Are you breathing? They instead decided to call him a pussy and then call him names, etc. You know, just to try and intimidate him, get that fear in there. Long story short, the guy had a seizure. Now, I don't know about you, Lo. I've never had anyone near me get a seizure in my life. But if I see a seizure, I'll fucking know a seizure. And then I'll call the police immediately. There was a whole hour in between when he had the seizure and when the ambulance was called. And so in that hour where nothing was done, uh, apparently, like, a lot of shit went wrong. And they were supposed to put him in an ice bath. And apparently there was trained professionals, medical professionals there. Basically, they didn't do shit right. And the guy ended up dying two weeks later, I believe, in, uh, in, in, in the hospital. Long story short, uh, the athletic director had to apologize I think the coach stepped down. A whole bunch of shit happened, as you would expect, when a fucking athlete dies because you didn't care enough to call an ambulance. And I don't even I don't even watch or care about college sports, but I just think it's crazy that there was a person who thought, like, yo, this is my big break. I'm going to the University of Maryland. And he has this scholarship. I assume he had a scholarship. And then, like, imagine, imagine not coming home because... And it is, it is not because of, like, a big hit, right? If, like, maybe the hit, you got hit so hard, concussion, you're out, you can't play football no more. No, no, no. It's something that was easily preventable. I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's something about college sports, like, I can't get into it, man. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I keep I keep hearing from people that watch it that the the atmosphere is lit, like, the crowd or whatever, whatever. But I don't know, man. It's just, it might not be for me, bro. I keep hearing stories like that, or there's always some fucked up story coming out of college, man. I'm going to be honest, bro. I okay. don't know how we got to this point. Yeah, I don't guy. know how we got it, because you just com- just completely made this whole depressing. Back to the- um, It's not depressing, bro. It's yeah, just- it's just depressing. Back to the Zion, <laughs> back to the Zion William thing. Do you Before, think they do that like- with NBA players, or do you think that's like a football thing? Mm. I've never been on a college team, so maybe, maybe back in, maybe maybe back in the day they might have. But I don't I don't think people do now. I think it's just it's too much to risk for them to do that. But back to the old, um Zion William things. Now, I know I did this about two or three times, but I'm just like, asking you as a as a true basketball fan. How many times did you cream yourself Jesus, when this dude. man? When this man came down, he dunked the ball. Let me know right now. Zero times, because you would have to be the horniest person ever. And also, you would have to be the type of person... I'm not even going to go there, actually, Lo. Don't even ever phrase a question like that and then pose it to me ever again, please. Look, I'm just, all I'm saying is, yo, when I, when I saw this man, Zion Williams, it's just the, the way he grabs rebounds and the way that he kind of muscles his way into the lane without actually drawing that much contact. It's, it's, it was ridiculous. He was finding holes, hop stepping into the lane, which is a move I'm, I'm surprised 
not enough people use. I, I don't know if they don't use it because it's like really just throwing your entire body out there. And I guess when you're as big as Zion Williams, you don't really care about how it impacts you. But it was, it was like a move where he, he got the ball. Dribble moves are trash. Let's get that out of the way. Um, but he got the ball, drove right, and then like jumped the gap between two people, jumped the gap and went straight up on two legs and dunked the ball. Like, I don't, it's, it's ridiculous. There's going to be a few plays of him and RJ throwing lobs to one another. And I feel like there's going to be a play where he's going to come down the lane and there's going to be a big who thinks he's in position and he's just going to, he's going to, he's going to demolish him. Are you curious who his dad is? His dad must be like seven foot, wildly athletic, maybe the offspring of one of LeBron's well, he's not, ancestors. He's not, even, he's not even that tall. Like he's, I mean, well, he's, let me say it back. He's tall, but for his position, I don't think, because I feel like he's more likely going to play the power forward position. He's built like, um, height wise, excuse me. His height is of a small forward, but because he's built and he plays. But I, I think he's going to grow is what I'm, what I'm trying to say, bro. Like Shaq grew like four or five inches when he was in LSU. What? I read his book, bro. Shaq grew four inches? Yeah, dude, I read his book when I was in high school. <laughs> when he was in LSU, the dude fucking just kept growing. Interesting, interesting. I don't know. I, I mean, he can he can still grow. It doesn't really matter to me. All I know is when he comes to Atlanta, bro, I'm going to have to get his jersey, bro. And we're going to have the Zion Williams. If I was if I was an NBA player, I would mate with a WNBA player very strategically, very platonic. I would create the world's greatest specimen of a basketball player. Like one we've never seen if like if I had the genetics. And well, then, if that if that was the case, why wouldn't you No, nah, I'm not going to say what I want to say. Just keep going. Keep yeah, going. you cut you cut that out right. I had a feeling you going to go with that. I'm just saying strategically speaking like that's a million dollar decision right there. And if if you have the genes, like I'm five eleven, I could. I don't really have shit going for me, you know. I can make videos. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> mad, I'm, I'm mad. You just like came to that conclusion. Like I ain't really got nothing going on in my life, so you know what I'm saying. Like we just gonna keep it at that. Yeah, man. Because uh, a lot of NBA players had dads who were either in the NBA or played in some sort of professional league. True. The True. Bean. The Bean, his dad used to play in uh, Italy. And Bro, then, don't ever call Kobe the, the bean. bean. Don't ever call Kobe the, the Bean. bean. Um, we know Wiggins' dad played in the NBA. Of course, Curry's dad played in it. Like, well, Wiggins' dad, up. Wiggins' dad playing in the NBA really doesn't do nothing for Wiggins. I know, but I'm saying, like, genetically speaking, well, and, and Wiggins, and Wiggins, Wiggins was, is just like wasting that genetics. But go, keep okay, on. Just cut it up. Here's what I realized: like, my whole life, I grew up thinking like. Just if you work hard enough, you can get something. But I'm really starting to realize this last year. Like, a lot of this shit is genetic. Here's what I found out about myself after some brain scans and tests low. I rank the bottom 5% in my age group for memory. But I rank the top 1% for problem solving. So, like, if you told me to memorize a, a list of plays and I was an NFL player, like, yo, my ass might struggle with that. So, like, a lot of this stuff is, like, really genetic. When you think about, like, how on earth LeBron hasn't gotten injured the way every... And some of it is just luck, of course, right? You know, you take a shot, you land on a foot, the foot of a player, you twist your ankle, and then you're Stephen Curry, you're out for the year. And that happened a lot to him before he finally... 
I get it. There's tactics to avoid that stuff, to strengthen, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I'm starting to realize, though, like a lot of it is is genetic. And then you kind of just have to work around what you're genetically gifted at doing, right? And so uh, when your name is Zion and you're just an absolute machine doing moves, I have never seen from a high school player ever, low like Kobe, LeBron, nobody. Even like some of the exciting players like Akil Carr. You remember him? Like even, oh, the ball is life players, all of them. I've never seen anybody... Like, he's so dominant, so incredibly dominant. And I hope we're not hyping him up too much. And then he comes in with all these expectations and flops. And I honestly can't even see that happening. I feel like he's one of those players where in grade 11, he could have made a decision to skip 12, skip college, go into the NBA, and he'd be just good. He'd be scoring 19 points per game. I'm confident that he could do that. And yeah. I hope he doesn't. If he gets injured in college, bro, me, me and Lowe, we're going to have an argument between me and you about that one and done rule. It's an absolute waste. And all it does is prolongs the possibility of an injury, delays the possibility of athletes actually getting paid. Oh, that's just how I feel, bro. But anyway, I, I'll, you're, I'm right. I mean, you're right. I will tune into some Duke games, even though I don't care about college basketball, just to, just to see, you know? Like when that's Andrew a fact. was with Kansas. I, I, don't, I don't care about college basketball at all, but I just, I just want to see Zion Williams, to be honest with you. And Is there any other first, players the first, you're excited about like that? Um, RJ Barrett, he looks he looks as good as he, well. But that's but that's all Duke. That's Duke. That's still Duke. So I'm gonna watch. We watching Duke sit this year, bro. I gotta check if he's Canadian. I feel like he's Canadian. He is. Mm, yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I felt like I saw him on Canadian team. Nice. He's 18. Yo, I'm never gonna get used to the fact that there's actual NBA players. Or about to be NBA players that are younger than me. I feel old, and I'm only 22. Yeah. All right, Lo. Next topic, man. Um. Oh, RJ. can we talk about that Kawhi shit you did on Twitter? Okay, agent. Since you want to talk about this Twitter, all right, right, all right. So okay, okay. Was- Apparently, I put on Twitter, and agent got all upset in his feelings. Where he said, where and, and it was some post on on Instagram, and I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Or not take it back. It's the dumbest thing I've seen today. And I'm gonna just do stuff like that now. I'm did you just... say? Did you say today or your life? No, today, today. I was, I'm, okay. I'm gonna do a dumbest thing of the day daily post on my on my uh, Twitter, and because there's a lot of stuff I see on Instagram that's just crazy. But okay, so the post says Kawhi Leonard is the most talented Raptor ever. That's not so. Wrong. So so so, and I have to pause here for a second. There's two ways to look at this. Are we talking about Kawhi Leonard as an individual is the most talented Raptor? I mean, he's the most talented player to put on a Raptors jersey. Or are we saying because of his talent at the time that he's playing for the Raptors, he ends up being like one of the greatest Raptors of all time, or he's just one of the most talented ones? Because I personally feel like both are incorrect. If we're talking about what he's going to do as a Raptor, it can't be that because obviously DeMar DeRozan and Vince Carter have done more. But if we're talking about just individual talent as a player who, who put on a Raptors jersey, Hakeem Olajuwon played for the Raptors. So Hakeem, throughout his career, was a more talented player. But why, why would you not count Hakeem in that conversation? I'm confused. Dude. Individual talent at the time 
that they're playing for the team. That's not what it said, though. It is. The, the, he said Kawhi Leonard is the most talented Raptor ever. That's what it said. But and, it's I not. Mean, it's not. But it didn't say at the time. It would. It would be. They don't need to be specific, my guy. It should be it some kinda, stuff is just assumed. It, it kind of does need to be specific. When I'm, because when I'm walking on the sidewalk, it's assumed I go on the right side. I could also walk on the left side, but then I'd be an idiot. Do you see so what me, I'm saying? So let me ask you this: Who is if you were to do that for the Lakers, who would you put? Uh, either Magic or LeBron. So you think LeBron right now is a better player than Shaq in his prime when he was with the Lakers? No, you don't. Don't be don't Whoa. be stupid. Don't be stupid. See exactly, yeah. exactly. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. That, is that crazy to say? LeBron right now is better than Shaq in his prime because I yes, still feel like is LeBron crazy. is in his. I still feel like LeBron is in his prime. I don't. That's think also he, okay. That's another thing we have to stop saying. LeBron is not in his prime anymore. I don't know why he is in his prime. That. The way he's, he's playing, he's in his prime. Not just because he peaked athletically and he's not getting those like he's not as explosive as he was with the Heat. Obvious. That doesn't mean he's not in his prime. Because he's still playing like a prime player. His numbers well, didn't just, drop off. Well, just because he's playing as a prime player, that doesn't mean that he's in his prime. That's exactly what it means. No, it doesn't. Right, I don't gonna... think I don't think Kobe I don't think Kobe's last year before he got hurt was his prime. He was still playing great. What year was that? That which, was which 20, 2013. The year we, he tore his Achilles. Yeah, he obviously wasn't in his prime in 2013, my guy. So how okay? How was he not in his prime in 2013, but but LeBron is right now? Because Kobe in anywhere between like 05 to 2010 was the greatest player in the NBA. I don't care what you say. Ooh, and, uh, hot take. We keep going. And, and so I think eventually, especially uh, closer to 2011, 12, he he just it wasn't just that he lost his explosiveness the way you're saying LeBron isn't the same athletically. But just in terms of efficiency and output and his ability to take over a game more than anything, he wasn't doing it the way he's like. Oh my God. Okay. Let me just, let me see. You see where I'm going? So the question, the question was, is he the most talented Raptor? Oh, wait, wait, let me, wait, wait, before we keep going, before we go on. In 2013, Kobe Bryant put up 27, five and a half rebounds, six assists. On the greatest effective field goal percentage he's ever had in his entire career. Dude, don't go into advanced stats, my guy. Okay, he shot 46% from from the field, Agent. That's good. That's good. He shot 46% from the field, uh, 32% from behind the arc, and he shot 84% from the free throw line. The the third the three point percentage and the free throw percentage is all average, and his field goal percentage is above average. But even even for even for his prime, so that was around the time when he got. I believe he got dethroned by LeBron. And we're not talking about being the best player. We're talking about players prime. So if you're telling me in 2013, him posting up those numbers don't make him in his prime because you can be able to, you can look at Kobe Bryant and be like, yo, Kobe, you're, you're not in your prime anymore. Like I'm looking at what you're doing. I'm looking at how you're playing and compared to where you were in 2000, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Compared to those years to where you are right now, it's obviously that you're not in your prime. You're still playing like an elite level player. You're still playing like one of the best players in the league, but you still you're not technically in your prime because we obviously can tell the difference. That's where LeBron is at. LeBron is still playing like an elite level player. But if you think LeBron now is just as good as he was in 2013, 
But you, you're crazy. You're crazy. No, it's not crazy. I, I get that he's playing less minutes because he wants to preserve his body, whatever. But every time you see him in the playoffs and every time people doubt that, you know, I don't know if they're going to make it this year. It's February and they're still struggling. It's March and they're still struggling. They had a losing record this month, whatever. He finds a way to just somehow always, always win the game. And I don't know what's going to be different in the West. Uh, so, I mean, let's do the same thing with the Lakers then to kind of flip the argument. Is uh, Magic Johnson – no, let's, let's use LeBron. Is LeBron the most talented Laker But ever? see, that's that's the reason why I asked the question because I don't – LeBron, it doesn't matter how you want to – if you're talking about is LeBron the most talented player ever – I mean, you see that – yeah, he's the most talented, talented player ever – who put on a Laker jersey, regardless of when he put it on. Like, if you just look at LeBron and his career and what he did, and then now he put on a Laker jersey, where do you rank him amongst all-time Lakers? If you're doing like that, then yes. But if we're talking about what he was able to accomplish as a Laker compared to others, no, he wouldn't be the greatest Laker. But even if you're talking about LeBron right now, LeBron right now is not as, as great or is not as dominant or is not as, he's not as, he's just not as great as a player as Shaq was when he won his MVP. And furthermore, in 2000, in 2013, I don't know if you remember what LeBron was doing. LeBron was basically put, posting up very similar numbers to what he posted up this year. If I'm not mis- mistaken, he was more efficient then. He was just one rebound, I think one assist away from where he was at now. And LeBron was playing s- so great defensively that he finished second in Defensive Player of the Year award. And many Actually, people, yeah, I and many people, including was. myself, would say he should have won Defensive Player of the Year. So if you add all that into account and where LeBron is now, yes, LeBron is putting up great numbers and he's still a really great player. And I think it speaks more to the type of player that he is that even out of his prime, he is still the best player in the NBA. Does that but, does that just mean that like, no, nah, that does. I was going to say something like maybe the talent level isn't as good, but I feel like there's a lot of no, let's talk. Now let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because I, I had this conversation with somebody as well. I think it's wrong. I think there there is no a lot no of the talent. T- the talent. Yeah, talent is fine. However, comma, don't come on, Lo. You just you just got on me for saying TLDR, so let's not pronounce commas. How many players are going to finish their career as top ten players as in the NBA right now? How long do they have to be in the top ten? Because at one point you could argue a player like DeRozan was in the top ten. No, 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 no. This <laughs> man said DeRozan. That's what I'm saying, because like you get no, no, no. I'm talking about top ten all time. Oh, all time. Very little. And and like, and let me let me go as far as is saying this. In the last five years, how many of those players have been in the NBA while also being in their prime? So I'm not talking about like Duncan and Kobe towards the end of their career. I'm talking about like how many players in their prime in the last five years who have finished their career in the top ten. Uh, I think the only people that stand a chance is LeBron and Durant. That's it. And you can maybe make an argument for players like Curry to push like a top twenty. I don't think. Curry okay, so wait, so I, but a, a top ten, I don't think Durant will crack. We might have to go down to top fifteen or top twenty to put in Curry and Durant, which is fine. Which is fine. I don't. I mean, it's not a problem with that. I say that to say this, and this is not really a knock. It's just an interesting thing to note. If LeBron, LeBron being the, the greatest player in the NBA, 
which is fine. However, it's not like he has any other all-time top 10 competition to knock him off his throne. It's not like Michael, it's not like Hakeem Olajuwon in the 90s was an amazing talent, but the reason why he could never eclipse that being the greatest player in the NBA until Michael retired is because Michael Jordan. And then Kobe, regardless of how you want to feel about where, where Kobe ranked at, at his peak, either he was or he wasn't the best player in the NBA, but the reason why he wasn't to some people is because a Shaquille O'Neal, Tim Duncan, and then LeBron. Those are three top 10 players. Magic had Larry Bird. Larry Bird had Magic. Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, if you feel like Bill Russell's in the top 10. I don't necessarily know if we were to look at where all-time people, where they rank people all-time. I don't necessarily know of how many players in the NBA right now have the potential to end their career as a top 10 athlete. And I think Durant could finish top 15 to some people, to many people. But that would be it. I also think that we have to wait to see what the rest of their career looks like. Plus, I think maybe more so, like, there's the older talent. I'm saying older in quotations. Like LeBron, who in a few years is going to find their way out of the NBA. And it's going to be sad. I don't think there's a lot of people in the middle, like Anthony Davis level, that are even going to come close to cracking that. But I I see some hope for the the really young, like, one, two, three-year players, like Ben Simmons, or I might even group... A player like Giannis in that category because so, he just recently came up. So had so let's let's also have that conversation as well because somebody asked me this on Twitter as well. So in in the two thousands, you had players like like you just said like uh, like we just said Kobe, Duncan, Shaq, LeBron, right? And then Dirk, you had Iverson. wait 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 wait, but then you had the middle players, right? Which is Dirk Iverson. Um, Kevin Garnett, right? Like you had those middle players. And then there might even be a, a tier below that where you had, well, Jason Kidd is another tier below that. And then Steve Nash is another tier before that as well. <laughs> Let me chill. But you, but, but what I'm saying is there, even though th- there was a separate, is, is great as Duncan, Dirk, and I'm, and you may even be able to throw weight in that conversation as well. As great as some of those players were. Dirk, Garnett, and Wade, there still was a, a clear separation between the next echelon of players that were in the NBA. Even though I think today's league is deeper than I've ever seen it, like this most, like this, the talent pool is extremely deep. Like there's a lot of those like mid-level Wade type players now. Yeah, I just, the there's just not that many all time. I don't think there's that, that I don't think is, I think it's really maybe only two, possibly three all-time tier players in the NBA and the beat and I'm a, and this is not a disrespect to anybody else below but I think the gap is so significant between LeBron, Kevin Durant and Curry that I I don't think there'll be any way in my mind I could ever put like Harden in the same conversation as Curry when it's all said and done I I, think I don't think it, I think you have to way. wait like championships play a big factor so if Houston starts to win some championships, we're gonna have to start having I mean, that conversation. I mean, put come on, agent, there. come on, agent, come on, come on. It's if that's why I said if. Agent, I mean, come on, come on. Let's. I mean, we can we can go ahead and run that. We can go and run that hypothetical right now. I mean, we know it. We know they're not gonna win though. I mean, come on. Is James Harden? Come on, is James, James Harden, Chris Paul, Capella, and them and Melo now with Houston beat the Warriors? 
Let's say the next two years. And then, and then, and then you and then you turned off two K, right? <laughs> no, let's let's say they did it. This is hypothetical, of course. Yeah, in 2K, would you okay. not start to ha- have that conversation about putting Harden in that category with those other guys? Yeah, you would definitely have to give Harden like a ninety nine overall in two K if that happened. I mean, because I mean, because <laughs> I mean that would be I obvious. get it. I get it. Houston chokes all the time, but it's not out of the realm of possibility, man. Is it? Is not at all, not even close. I mean, if James Harden is your best player, is it not? As, I mean, it's not really about, and it is kind of is well, it's always about the talent, but I think more so it's about the system they run. And yeah, very true. Even, as well, as bad as it's performed over the years, I always have hope that it'll work. And I think this year they got so close that it's clear to everybody had Chris Paul been playing that that system would have worked and it would have beat Golden State and. Forget the offense for a second. Defensively, they were able to lock down the toughest offensive team in NBA history. But that definitely won't have an issue with Melo on that team. <laughs> yeah, without a uh, reason. Oh my god, man! Makes me so mad to know they just downgraded, bro. Uh, I really hope Melo comes with the shits and like we start to see Denver Melo in that bitch, just all confident, dropping buckets on folks. Because they do run that ice so heavy. So I don't know how much he's going to like sitting in the corner, but he's going to have to sit in the corner sometimes. Because it's James Harden showing Houston, and he's just along for the ride. I, you would put Harden in that convo if that happened. And I think he would be the next closest person. I think Russ had a chance to get there, and then he royally fucked that oh up. Oh, my gosh. I think talking he, about, we're talking about players who are obviously not close. No, but, okay. Russ, if, if, if let's be honest. If Russ is the next person up, because the, the the other players that I'm referring to, like in the 2000s, like even though Duncan, Kobe, Shaq, and LeBron were all better than everybody else, there was still some possibility that Dirk could have won, and he, he eventually won, right? There was yeah. still some possibility that Kevin Garnett could have won. There was still a possibility that um Steve Nash could have won. Bro, when you get knocked out in the first round, like this man, um, that was that was one year. I know it's funny. It's and all, been but, two years. Uh, this this year I'm gonna give him a pass, but oh no, he, agent, this man, stop. This he man, he doesn't deserve Russell a pass, Westbrook. my guy. No, what? Why should why okay, should we give Westbrook a pass? I remember, I remember in the playoffs that Melo was chucking up all kinds. I know he was too, and I know Westbrook gets called a ball hog or just likes to. Uh, Hog rebounds and whatever, whatever you want to call him. Stop. I just, I just think that a lot of it was Melo not fitting on that team, and I think Paul George, Paul George and Westbrook were equally inconsistent, and they have to be better. But I've seen both of those players be consistently it, good. It I haven't seen Melo be good in years, though. So that's that's what I'm saying. I don't even know why they brought him on the team. At a certain point, you got to recognize you don't need infinite amounts of talent. You just need talent that works well together. And every team knows that. I think some teams just assume, like, we'll just bring him on and then we'll make it work. But sometimes you won't. What happens if you won't? The Houston Rockets took a step back because I don't think it will. I don't think Melo will integrate into that offense. The same way I didn't think he was going to integrate into OKC. The same way the last few years he was on the Knicks, it was clear to me that Melo was just better off chasing the bag. Because he's probably not going to be on any team that's going to win a championship. Unless, of course, Lowe, he joins Golden State. Which they would never allow him to because he doesn't fit. And they recognize as much talent as they have, you have to have bring on players that fit. 
That's all I'm trying to say. Um, true, true, true. There is a big drop off though, though. An insane drop off. But as you but as you speak of Carmelo Anthony, after the Wades, the Dirks, the Kevin Garnets, right? Then there was a other level of like a Carmelo Anthony, a Darren Williams, like players nah, who you were can't still ever put those two on the same. Okay, but but you, but players who were still really really good. But we, I mean, we we knew like we knew like ah, you know, they ain't really gonna win. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like like you knew like at the end of the day, you knew when we got to the we got to the playoffs, you was like ah, you know, y'all solid, but. Like let's let's not kid ourselves here. Y'all not gonna really win, <laughs> regardless if it was because of them or their team. Like you were just like, I mean, come on. Like Chris Paul, talent wise, really isn't in that pool. But because of the situations he's been in, everybody kind of knew like you know Chris Paul can go out there and ball out. But we know for a fact they really not gonna win. I just feel like there's a lot more players like that where like we all know like. We all know Westbrook really not going to win. Like, we, we know that already. We know before the playoffs even start, like, all right, we might get a first-round exit, maybe second-round exit at best with Westbrook. But we know he's not really going to win. So if, if that's what you expected from him, why are you surprised when he did it? Oh, I didn't think they were going to get knocked out of the first round. You just that said- was tough. That was tough. No, I, I thought I thought they were going to make sec- to the second. Who, was- are, who are the three young players in the NBA you'd say – have the best shot at reaching that top ten. Simmons, Embiid. I don't know after that because I feel like I feel like you have to win, and I don't think Davis is going to win enough to be. That's that crazy. You just named two players on the same team, man. I mean, but I, I mean, it's, I mean, I didn't necessarily. I, yeah, I did. I didn't mean necessarily do it on purpose, but because they're on the same team, they put them. They're going to put themselves in a situation to win a lot. And they, they both had the talent to reach that status. I just don't think that like Giannis and Anthony Davis are going to be in situations to where they're not going to succeed. You know what I'm saying? Lo, how do you feel about uh, when when NBA players are asked who their favorite player of all time is? You hear it more often than not. You hear it definitely more by NBA players than you do by the media and the fans. Kobe is the answer a lot of the time. Like a lot, a lot of the times. I mean, when you, you told, ask, I mean, you told you told me Kobe was your, was the greatest player of all time. When I say that, huh? When I when I ever say that low on the podcast? No, you never said the podcast. You said it. <laughs> you just making shit up. Then <laughs> you said it. You said it. You said it off the wow. So if you if you didn't say it on the podcast, it didn't happen. Do you remember that Lil Wayne song? Uh, where he, he literally after Kobe won a championship, the crazy. Everybody was so hyped on Kobe. Rappers were making songs celebrating Kobe. And in that in that rap song that Lil Wayne made, I call it a rap song. Jesus, dude, I'm straight from the suburbs. Uh, in that song he made, there was a quote from LeBron saying, "He's the greatest of all time. There's no one that's ever done it better." So I just I just want to say, I don't know if he said that actually. That might have been from somebody else. But it was just there was quotes from all kinds of players making it clear they knew he was one of the greatest of all time. And then we see as he fades and the injuries take over, a lot of people almost forgot that he accomplished so much. And while the fans often like to make jokes about, oh, Kobe really isn't even in the top 10. <laughs> My name is LeBron Sexual. When you ask the NBA players, they have a very different opinion on it. What do you think about that, man? I just think it's, it's a lot of misconception with like fans, though. I like think what? there's a... 
like I think I think part of the media has pushed the narratives behind Kobe like that I don't think are really true or they're like heavily exaggerated just to like push a point like this idea that for example like um this idea that Kobe drove away Shaq is heavily embellished and it's heavily exaggerated to try to make Kobe look like the bad guy in that situation largely due to the fact that at that time Kobe was you know, he wasn't in good favor with a lot of um, media members and obviously the general public because he was going through a uh, rape trial at the time. But if you take the time back, you take the time out and step back and actually do the research, or even if you were just watching basketball at that time, you know for a fact that Shaq was not going to be on that team. There's no way Shaq was going to be on that team because Shaq wanted the money and Jerry West and, and Mr. Bus was not going to give him that money, largely due to the fact that he was always out of shape and he didn't take it serious. And then he went to Miami, played three good years in Miami, and Pat Riley shipped him off for the exact same thing. That's the thing that really blows me away. I don't think people understand that when, when the reason why, part of the reason why Shaq was moved from Miami to, um, Phoenix is because him and Pat Riley didn't see eye to eye because Pat Riley started to also recognize, oh yeah, he don't, he don't take this serious. He really don't take this serious. Like he always out of shape. He's out of weight. And he used to all, he used to consistently get hurt because in the season before they traded him, he only played 40 games. And even a year when they won a championship, he only played 59 during the regular season. Like he was consistently getting hurt. He was entering. How old? How, I know he was like 32. I don't know how many years he had played in the NBA. I say all that to say like people always blame Kobe, but I don't think that the Lakers would have kept Shaq regardless. Or when people say like Kobe ruined the Lakers chance or he left the Lakers in an abysmal state. Like what, what were the Lakers supposed to do? Like, let me know. Like, are we, are we the Lakers supposed to keep like, were they supposed to keep Dwight? That definitely wouldn't have panned out. Dwight has not really done much of anything over the last um, three to four years. Him and him and um, James Harden had a falling out even in Houston. So I guess when Dwight bounces around from Orlando to LA that's Dwight's fault. But then when he bounces around from LA to Houston, for whatever reason, that's Kobe's fault. But then when he leaves Houston and goes to another team, now it's Dwight's fault again. I just don't, I don't understand it. Like Dwight has been on multiple teams now where a lot of people just straight up said, yeah, we don't like playing with Dwight. Yeah. I'm going to keep it a buck low. Don't tell nobody I told you this. I heard a story from somebody, uh, that Dwight Howard was, I, let me just put it like this. The stories I heard about Dwight Howard, he's he's like that YouTuber that just goes, that loves to party, and then just, he's like, oh, who cares about an upload schedule? Like, there's a party, right? And then you're invited to the party, and you probably get everything there for free, and all the women are on you. I was like, oh, there's, there is anecdotal evidence that I was told from a player that, from a person that used to talk to Dwight about how he didn't take it seriously, off the court. And those stories don't usually even get out. So you never know unless somebody says, right? Like, uh, who is it? Didn't Charles Barkley... Charles Barkley said that he used to, like, drink the day before the game or something like that. And he would wake up hammered and stuff. So unless he told us that, we would have never have knew. He could have just kept that to himself. It's not like a player would have snitched on him. Anyway... And that it's is a not, really good point, Lo. But it's it's not. And, and again, I, let me be clear because I don't I don't even like to like make arguments off of a hypothetical. All I'm just saying is that if the Lakers would have kept the white, 
it's not like we really we would have been in really that better of a situation that we are now. And I and I would argue we're actually in a better situation now than if we had kept the white because the fact that we've been such a bad team over the past four or five years, it's given us a situation to get the players that we have now and put us in a situation to have a bright future. But the same thing with like people saying they people players don't want to play with Kobe over the last couple of years. A Kobe was hurt. So why would anybody want to, you're not really going to play with Kobe to begin with, but why, yeah, why would you want to go on a team where the best player on the roster or potentially could be the best player on the roster is still trying to recoup and rehab from an Achilles tear Two, who are the free agents that we were supposed to get? What Carmelo Anthony? Yeah, we we're better off without Carmelo. Dwight Howard, we'd be better off without Dwight. Lamarcus Aldridge, I like Lamarcus, but we better off without Lamarcus right now. Like all the players that we were quote unquote supposed to get, no, we we fine without them. The only two players that would have done the Lakers any good is Kevin Durant, which he went to Golden State, so he he didn't really want to play on anybody team unless it was going to be OKC or, or Golden State or LeBron, and we eventually got LeBron. So how did call like I don't I just I don't know like stuff like that just kind of I I don't know the whole I don't know people just like change narratives on Kobe and it's it's so weird as if like he isn't one of the more accomplished players in NBA history as if he didn't actually like set out and did things and 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 did it in a fashion that that's so so impressive I I don't know how so many people just casually just overlook what Kobe accomplished and they just try to change narratives. And it's crazy because so many NBA players recognize it. Yeah, you know, like you're right. Like NBA players are like, yeah, 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 he's 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 a he's a great player. But like, how many people like just get away with like just shenanigans? I don't know. Yeah, they were going really hard in that Dwight era on Kobe. I remember all those stories, like stories from practice were leaking of like Kobe yelling at teammates and shit. But it's like I can imagine he's been doing that his whole career. Why is it a problem now? Especially if the people he's yelling at is fucking rookies, one or two year players. That's what's expected, especially in a year where not only did they pick up Dwight, but they picked up Steve Nash and everything was flopping and they weren't even sure whether they were going to make it in the playoffs or not. And the only reason why the Lakers made it to the playoffs that year is because of Kobe. Exactly. That's the only reason why they made it. And not only on top of that, you can even look at what they were doing up in management because they really and truly should not have brought in... um, What's that man named? But that was around the time Dr. Buzz passed away. So I think there might have been some like... Confusion. But they, should, they shouldn't have brought in D'Antoni though. That was that was crazy. That was wildin'. They shouldn't have brought in D'Antoni. I think they were yeah, they kinda just looked for the person with the most clout and they just brought him on. <laughs> and then when it didn't work out, they got surprised. I almost forgot D'Antoni. I think Dr. Buss was still there because I think he's the reason why they didn't get Phil. It was either him or his son. And they made sure that Phil Jackson didn't be a part of they didn't want him to be a part of the Lakers anymore. He died in they, uh, February 2013. So yeah, that was it. That was a year, yeah. and they didn't want and they didn't want Phil Jackson to be part of that team because they didn't want him to take over the reins of what was going on in that organization. He was asking for a if lot, I'm if I'm not mistaken. Like he was asking for not only uh, coaching but a role in in terms of management. Yeah, kind of like he how Thibodeau a lot of control. Has. Yeah, he wanted a lot of control, and they, they didn't want to give it to him. Not Actually, that, I'm mistaken. He, I think that was Phil. That's what Phil Jackson was asking for. I can't. I'm not yeah, sure. No, that's, yeah, you're right. No, no. Yeah, no. Phil Jackson was asking for a lot. He was asking for coaching a role in the front office, and he was also asking for like. But he was older, so I understood this. But he was also asking for like 
I don't want to have to fly on a plane on away games sometimes. Yeah, and, that and was the crazy thing. How was you like, be a coach? I, I was like, whoa, you're, you're bugging my guy. Like, I don't know what you're doing, bro. Can you imagine your team comes back from a game they lost and the coach is just standing there at the airport like, well, welcome back, guys. <laughs> like, yo, you're going to feel like this. Why would you even propose something? I hope that was a lie, bro. There's no way that should ever be real. Yeah, that was that was crazy. That was wild. Um, let's get into these Q and A's, bro. Let's get into the Q and A's. I know Yo, you. I know we your get, mouse we, wheel, my guy, is the loudest shit I've made ever. Hey, I'm gonna try to cut it out, but hey, let's get into these Q and A's, bro. Let's get into the Q. I've, I answered some of these on my second channel, but we know we're gonna answer some of these again. This guy real asked qu- questions to answer them because his answers are so godly. <laughs> real, real, real. This guy right here. Real quick, uh, rapid fired fire secession. Yeah, real quick, rapid fire secession because, um, rapid. I'm bugging. Real quick, rapid fire secession because for whatever reason, I know, right? Cause you, you, for whatever reason, once we get over an hour, you kind of get a little antsy. So I like this length, love. This is pause, a good length pause, right here. Pause, 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 pause. That's not pause, man. Um, prediction on MVP and rookie of the year. Uh, I have no idea for rookie of the year because I don't watch college. Uh, but for MVP, you said, yeah, probably Harden. Uh, I got LeBron and Aiton. Um, shout out to at fcap z seven two head as. Uh, who would you rather take, Iverson or Steve Nash? I got a lot of Iverson questions. Oh, uh, that's a good question. I'd rather take Iverson. I think. It depends what kind of team you're building, but honestly, like shh, Iverson, yo, he's too exciting not to. You know, what's so crazy. I rather take I rather take Nash, bro. That's so weird. I never thought you'd ever say that, man. I rather say I rather take Nash. Um, what is your top five all time? Low man, I can't spoil it on a rapid fire. Oh Q&A. my god, Jesus yo, man, look dude. at you, bro. Trying to take my yeah, we gotta save that for for a special oh podcast. Oh my god! Don't even don't even give yours, man. You gotta save that for a special podcast. Do you think the Lakers will fire Luke Walton by All Star break? <laughs> nah, nah, they might do it next season, but I don't think they'll do it this year. I I same thing. I don't think they are. I think they're gonna do it next season. I, I don't think they're gonna do it. Next, they're gonna do it next season. Um, better MVP season: Russ in twenty seventeen or Curry twenty sixteen? Curry. Uh, yeah, Curry. That's obvious. Who do you... You probably not... I don't even think Russ should have gotten that. I think Harden should have gotten that one. So, that was obvious for me. True. Uh, do you think Dame will request a trade if the Trailblazers are bad this season? Honestly, I think he already did. <laughs> that is. Um, yeah, he, he should request a trade. or they, they definitely need to shake it up. I don't know what they're waiting on. Um, who, especially getting knocked out in the first round. Jesus Christ. Who career would you rather? Who career would you rather have? T Mac or Baron Davis? Um, I, I'm assuming this is kind of like a what if if they were um Hall of Famers. This is easy too. This is T Mac. I mean, obviously, T-Mac. Baron T-Mac Davis is, had like a few good years. He was an exciting player, but Jesus, dude, T Mac, <laughs> come on, yo. Yeah, T Mac. Um, if your goal is to go 98 and zero, basically winning every single game, what would your starting lineup be? All in their prime, and you have to also take into account like chemistry and spacing and things of that nature. You want me to name the whole fucking thirteen team roster? No, just a starting five. Jesus Christ! 
Even that's kind of D's, bro. I take. Uh, is it just current players? No, all time. It doesn't matter. All, oh, all time. I take Magic at point. I take Kobe at shooting guard. I'd stretch uh, Jordan at small forward. I'd stretch LeBron at power forward, and then I'd probably run like uh, Hakeem at center. I got Peyton at one, Magic. I mean, uh, Michael at two, LeBron at three, Dirk at four, and Elijah one at five. Uh, who would you rather build your team around, Jason Tatum or Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell. It's a tough decision, but I'm gonna say Donovan Mitchell. You said that a little, a little way too quick. <laughs> you said that, you said that a little way. way I haven't way, seen enough from Tatum. I know he looks promising, but I think uh, Mitchell has a bigger resume right now. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's bigger, but okay. It's um, bigger. It's bigger. It's longer. Balls, it's wider. Balls, balls, has balls, more surface balls. area, circumference, diameter, all of it. This, to me, this is this is a dumb question, but um, will Dwight Howard make the Hall of Fame? Is that a dumb question? That's not a... Yeah, he'd make it. I can't imagine him not making it. The fact that anybody thinks about that, it's obvious he's going. He's easily going to make it. The Hall of... The NBA... The basketball... It's not even NBA. The Basketball Hall of Fame is... It's, it's an easy Hall of Fame to... Um, you think he's going to be make. first ballot? He should be. I don't know. It's, it's, really not, it's really not that hard. I don't know. I don't know why people think it's that hard to, win the Hall of, make it to the Hall of Fame, to be honest with you. It's not that hard. Um... Who's the best player on the Sixers right now? Embiid. I got Embiid as well. <laughs> if anyone says Simmons, they're out of control. They need to be stopped immediately. Um, who's the biggest wild card for the next upcoming season? For me? Oh, yeah. yeah so you go first because I have a couple people. I need to narrow it down. For for a player, is going to be Andrew Wiggins. The team is going to be the Lakers. Wiggins because... A lot of things, the impact could significantly change, drastically change, if Wiggins underperforms this upcoming season. And the Lakers, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, but I think that's also going to play, it's going to tie in together about Wiggins and the Timberwolves and things of that nature. I think the Trailblazers are going to be the biggest wildcard team, wildcard player. Yo, I got a feeling Bradley Beal's going to blow up, man. Hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, these are it's a lot of. I don't know why it's a lot of um. Which call questions? Uh, Laker questions. I don't know why. Well, I guess I'm a Laker fan. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> who who would you stop? Who would you rather build your franchise around? Michael Jordan or LeBron, and why? Uh, I I choose LeBron. I think. Uh, if if you just like assuming let's just say they're equal talent level, uh, don't argue on that. I think that LeBron is I would say a more versatile leader, and I think he can do multiple things. He can go from like not shooting the ball all half to like dominating the second half. Plus, LeBron played more. LeBron played prime for longer than I think Jordan did. Jordan went through that whole retire, come back, retire, come back phase. I'm going to go with um, MJ for two reasons. One, I think it's easier to build around MJ. And two, um, I won't lose in the 2011 finals. Um, Jesus, dude, you're taking shots. <laughs> who would you rather have, Iverson or Wade? Uh, are you asking me who's better or who I'd rather have? 
I mean, that's what they're literally saying. Who would you rather have, Iverson or Wade? All right, I'd rather have Iverson. Who's better than Wade, obviously? It wasn't um, obvious for me. I had to think about it, but I'd, no. I'd, I'd say Wade, too. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. It's Wade. Um, where do you rank Kevin Durant amongst small forwards all time? Uh, Probably right behind Larry Bird and LeBron. I can't think of another person I'd put in front of him. Yeah. Um, I'm still putting Dr. J ahead of him as of now, but he can easily finish ahead of Dr. J. It's not that um, it's not that hard to. By the end of a season, he he'll be best, Dr. J for sure. I think the bigger challenge will be uh, if you could get past Bird. Ooh, that would now that would be impressive. If he gets past Bird, he'll be a top ten, and he'll never be top ten, so that can't happen. You don't you think he'll never be a top ten? Do I have to repeat myself? He'll never be a top ten player. Um, wow. What if he leaves Golden State and wins more championships? Oh, well, if he does that, I mean, that, that's a totally so different you, conversation. Do you think as long as he stays in Golden State, he'll never make top 10? Yeah, facts. All right. That's an interesting take. Um, Because what, he, what, did, what would he have done? He's not doing anything that, like, no other top 10 player would, would not have done. I know, and I, I hate that he went to Golden State, too, because I remember watching him in OKC in the playoffs and just his and they would choke make, and they would and they would choke and they would lose. I get that, but he would also be super clutch and make big shots. I think the reason they choked is not because of him, or maybe even not even because of Westbrook, but it was because of that offense. I didn't like that Scott Brooks offense whatsoever, and a lot of it was just relying on the talent of Durant and Westbrook. They weren't actually playing as a team, and I don't like that offense at all. I had to deal with well, that. Well, when, when you're when you're up three one in the conference finals and you got to win one more game. No, no, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't allow that to just slide underneath the radar. And in game, it's it's you know what's so funny about Kevin Durant, especially and kind of going back to the Kobe criticism. It's funny how so many people criticize Kobe for his lack of efficiency, but like in the postseason when it actually counts, Kevin Durant is great as he is, and he's definitely great. But as great as he is. If you look at his shooting splits in the postseason with the Thunder, though, not with um, the Warriors, with the Thunder, it's it's basically Kobe shooting splits. It's forty five, it's forty five point five percent from the field and thirty three percent from behind the arc on eighty five percent shooting. That's not free bad splits, bro. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not bad splits. But for somebody, and and a lot of people keep saying that, but for somebody who is deemed as as supposed to be. This superior player or this, this scoring God, which again, I think he is. And people consistently harp on how inefficient Kobe is. It's, it's, it's amazing to me that people look at what he did in OKC. Then he went to Golden State. His shooting splits have gone through the roof. He's still a great scorer. I'm not denying that. But if you actually look at how they play, it's very obvious that he has benefited significantly off of that team in a way that they function. Like the like again, there's nothing that he's doing in Golden State that I don't think any other top ten player could not do. If you put any other top ten player with that level of talent at their time in the NBA, they would be winning every year just like Kevin Durant is winning. So Kevin yeah. Durant would he would have to do something that would tell me, like, oh man, I don't think that this top ten player would be able to do that. So before you made the on. argument that in right now in twenty eighteen because there's no, aside from like LeBron, or you could maybe argue a little bit of Durant, because there's no top 10 players of all time, 
then we should see some of these other mid mid top tier players like uh, Anthony Davis having more success, etc. But when you have all the all the top players stacked so top heavy, I know there's not top ten all time players playing right now. But you don't really need that to have an incredibly overpowered team. We both agree that the Warriors, and I would hate for after, like, 10 years from now, for us to hold it against players like Durant and Westbrook, that they weren't able to win championships over, like, the five or six series, five or six year spread where Golden State was just dominating everybody. And I know LeBron sneaked that one, so you can argue, but LeBron did it. Why couldn't they do it? But it's just, they got, we agree the Golden State Warriors are the greatest team of all time. And if you don't think they're the greatest, you obviously agree they're the second greatest, at least by the bare minimum. But let so, me let me ask you let me ask you this: going back to the Anthony Davis thing, would Anthony Davis win a championship even if Kevin Durant did not join the Warriors? No, not with the Pelicans. But I do think that they would have went further if uh, Demarcus was healthy in the playoffs because that combo was lethal. But see, and, but that's okay. But even. Because I think there are, like, I agree that Anthony Davis is one of those kind of like Kevin Durant players, right, where he could have made a conference finals once in a really well-rounded talent. And eventually when he got on a team that was adequate enough to put the pieces around him like Kevin Garnett did, and he kind of took things into his own hand when he went to Boston. But eventually at some point he will be able to form a team that is able to do that. That's fine. And, and, and really, Anthony Davis, I don't necessarily even – I know I, I lightly argue that, but there are players like like Dame, for example. We know Dame isn't going to win. We know that. <laughs> like, he might be able to win if he, he could be a second no, option on a, on no, a no, team. no, no, no. You don't think he could be a second option on a championship no, team? No, I already said it, agent. I said no. Okay, let's assume Golden State doesn't exist. Then, no, really. Well, who's who's, who's 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 the first option on the second option? All right, let's say uh, if it's like Anthony Davis, sure, but like who's 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 the first option? Let me ask you that. Yeah. Okay, so let's say like if, Anthony if, Davis. If, if Boogie is the first option, no. Yeah, I would disagree with that too. If Paul George is the first option, no. No. Yeah, I think Paul George is the second option on that championship team. No, 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 but I'm saying if... So no, that's I know what, what you're saying, saying but I don't yeah, think okay. Paul George could be a first option. But see, this but this is what I'm saying. For Dame to be the second option, it would have to be a clear first option, right? See, I don't yes. even think that Marcus Cousins could be a first option on the championship team anyway. So even if it was if even if it was Dame and DeMarcus, I think they would still lose. But that's that's why I thought that the Pelicans might be able to go far if DeMarcus was healthy, because if DeMarcus is a second option behind Anthony Davis as a first option, and then you have uh Drew Holiday finally not being injured for a year and having probably the best year of his career, on top of Rondo, you know, in the playoffs always pulls up. Like they had surprisingly, because I didn't expect it, a decent amount of depth. That team I think could have went far, and maybe as I think they still would have lost to Houston, and I think a Jazz versus Pelicans would be a good series. But aside from that and Golden State, they could have I think beat every other team in the playoffs. And now looking back, I know it's hindsight because I thought the the Trailblazers I had the Trailblazers beating the Pelicans in the playoffs last year, and yeah, they kind of just I know you do. I know you. And they and they just flopped. So with hindsight looking back. If you imagine that Pelican team with DeMarcus, mm-hmm. I know it's a hypothetical, it's a what if, but that would be deadly, which is part of the reason why it sucks that he decided to leave. 
And I know he's injured and shit, and he might not be the same when he comes back, but I don't know, man. If I'm Anthony Davis, bro, I'm going to be sleeping at night thinking about what could have happened if he just stuck around. I don't. When was the last time we saw two big men that talented playing together? I can't think of a time. Uh, David Robinson and um, Tim Duncan. That was it. So, like, two decades ago. Nice. So, okay, and again, like, this, I know this is a hypothetical, but if Kevin Durant had stayed, right, in OKC, and, and everybody kind of just stayed the same, and even if DeMarcus had went back, I mean, went to um, the Pelicans, and even if he was healthy, then I could see Anthony Davis, but, like, players like, like I said, Dame, John Wall, like, come on. Let's keep it a buck. <laughs> Like, they're not, they're, they're not, they're not winning. Like, they're not transcendent players. They're not, I don't even think like them players that make it to the finals. Like, they're just, they're not, I, I just don't see them. I, I disagree raising, with that. I don't, well, I don't see them the raising East, to maybe, the challenge. You know, like. No, I don't, no. I, I'm going to say it again. On, John there was Wall, a team with like Dwight Howard by no, no, himself no. that made the and John and, and Dwight Howard was a transcendent player at that moment. At that, there was a, there was a three to five year span where Dwight Howard was easily the most dominant defensive player in the NBA, and it wasn't close. Okay. And he was still giving you nearly twenty points, grabbing if he wanted to, he could grab he can grab twenty rebounds. What was his overall in his prime? Ninety seven. Ah, you bugging my guy. Maybe maybe ninety six. I'm capping at a 95, maybe 94, bro. But all right, 94 is way too. You're you're ridiculous. John Wall though, and Dame, and Russ, those are players that will not transcend to a point where they could lead. I I would, and this is not a knock on Kyrie, but I would expect Kyrie to do that before any of those other three players. Cause Kyrie being his bag. Let me chill out. <laughs> Kyrie could be number one option. Yes, uh, Kyrie. Yo, Kyrie be in his bag sometimes. It'd be ridiculous. It'd be. Yeah, I could see him as a number one option, but I'm gonna need a little bit more proof before I go out there and say yeah to that question. No, no, no. What if Kyrie. I feel like Boston has? Boston could be in a situation in a few years, but they just have a few number one options. Like they're just they're just so nice. They have, you know. You know when you're that nice? It's like Kobe and Shaq. They just had two number one options on one team. It's not even possible, but they did it. Jeez. But agent, Kobe was number... Fuck you. All right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I said someone was saying that in their mind as they heard that. Always la- disrespecting la- Kobe, man. I know. Last question. You're up by three with three minutes left. Kobe. You have, you have two lineups that you could run. Your best offensive lineup... To keep the score keep going up, or your best defensive lineup to try to slow down the other team and keep the lead. What would you go with? Uh, what's the what's the lineup? Is it like all stars on the team? I mean, just your best. I mean, if you're just on a team, you're coaching Is it a regular a team. team. Yeah, you're just you're coaching a team. Oh. You're up by three with three minutes left, and you're kind of in a situation where do you want to go more offense? Or do you want to go more defense? Which way would you go? Offense. Always offense. I said the same thing. The only reason why I said offense is because I cannot rely. And this is not like if if I have my best defensive team out there, I'm assuming 
that I would have like an all-time great defender like in my corner or whatever, right? Like I, I would have that on my team. Even if I had that, I still I'm still not going to rely on the defense, largely due to the fact that I, I feel like offensive players, even if they're like really, really bad offensive players, it's kind of like a crapshoot. You can kind of play the odds on, on the opposing team missing. But on the flip side, I can't I cannot go out all defense, miss my shots or like have my offense go down so much where we're, we're going to be very stagnant and then pray and hope to God that the referees don't call a BS call in the last two to three minutes. Because you know that's when you're relying on defense, anybody could just drive into the lane. The refs just choke a fucking call. And it's like, oh, well, that's yeah. Just make it simple, it. bro. I think I think Kyrie can drop a bucket on Gary Payton. It's that simple. And your defense could be A1. But whoa, whoa, those, whoa, 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 whoa. Those but, Gary guys... Payton, but Gary Payton would easily drop a bucket on Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Kyrie's not known for defense. That's, but, but I'm just saying, like, if... if, if don't, uh... And coming down to the wire, I think Kyrie's one of the most clutch players in the NBA. So, do you remember how the Pacers used to play? Remember when it was like Pacers versus Heat all the time? Paul George versus LeBron? The Pacers... Mm-hmm. I, I used to cheer for them all the time because I hated LeBron because my brother liked LeBron and I was different from my brother. And I hated the fact that the Pacers were all defense. Their defense was A1, but they couldn't get no buckets on offense. It was so inconsistent. Yeah, because Paul and, George is trash. I mean, that was part of it is inconsistent offense. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you would think their defense would lead to offense, but there was plenty of times where they had an opportunity and it just didn't. And that was when it came clear to me, like, I'd rather just outshoot teams like Houston in 2016 and 17 than try and out-defend teams the way the Pacers used to do. Or what's a team that does that now that's just all defense? I don't think I can think of one that just lacks well, offense. Spurs, but the Spurs, the Spurs, they they purposely slow down the pace to try to just yeah, all right, slow down teams and then score around a hundred points to try to win games. Another thing is like if if the if on the opposing team they just have a player like LeBron or Jordan or like where where you know for a fact like even if I put my greatest defender on that player, I'm more than likely not going to slow him down like regardless of what I do. So yeah, I understand with the Kyrie thing. Actually, here's my last question. Nobody asked me this. They asked me about um, Brandon Ingram, and they said, how good do you think Brandon Ingram will be at his peak? And I say he'll be a solid ball handler, a switchable defender, a smart shot taker, the third best player on a championship team, and at his peak he'll average around 20 points, seven rebounds, four assists, Jeez, shooting forty-eight, bro. That's like fucking Michael Red numbers right there, man. Shooting forty-eight percent from the field and thirty-five percent from behind the arc in third-team All NBA. What? How does I'm, that reach third-team, bro? Those numbers you just gave are not third-team numbers. Yeah, they are. Twenty-seven. No, did you say twenty-seven points? No, twenty and seven. Oh, that is not that is not third-team numbers, my guy. I'm sorry to tell you. Oh, you're bugging. But what, what, same question for you, but OG and Obi. I'm not going to lie, bro. You talked so long, I forgot the question. Where do you see OG and Obi at his peak? Uh, I have no idea, dude. I don't even know he's going to be this good in his first year. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. So, I, what, what I, you... It could go either way. He could either, this will be him forever, or he could develop a three-point shot. This could shot. be him forever. I, I, oh I literally God. do not know. I don't even know how to begin answering that question, bro. This man said this will be him for. <laughs> oh my god! Just as a side note, Jimmy Butler this year literally was twenty-two, five and five. What does that mean? 
You just told me he shot worse from the field and worse from behind, or the same from behind. Let's provide some context, all right? Jimmy Butler is the A one defender. That's where he makes his money. I just said he was going to be a good defender too. uh, Did you say he was going to be a Jimmy Butler defender, or did you just say good defender? Okay, let me find Carl Anthony Towns made the All NBA team this year. Okay, big man. Okay, he's he's a center. He's a center. You're right. right. He's a center. He's a center. He's a center. He's a center. Oh yeah, you're right. Forwards. Oh, this is gonna be tough. What I'm trying to say, bro. You would have to well, be who, top. Who, who's, who's gonna be? F- you would have to be top is- six forwards in the NBA. But are, the, for, are the are the forwards looking good? I mean, Tatum is gonna be there. Yeah, uh, Zion, Zion gonna be there. You right? This you guy right. says Zion. <laughs> Zion, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Dude you're hasn't right, played yeah. a fucking college game in the NCAA. You're, he said Zion. I'm you're right. I forgot about because like LeBron and them gonna be gone. LeBron. Durant gonna be teetering towards the end. He'll still be first team. Yep. I mean, even but I'm just saying he'll be. He it won't be like a, a very obvious. Like the gap won't be so significant that he can't kind of make an argument for it. I think. I think if but you got to think like players like Jason Tatum already coming up. What if they play Ben Simmons at small forward and Markel Fultz at PG? Like that's another which player they that's... need to. I'm happy, bro. They need to do that. I'm we're not gonna go into it, but like they need to do that. They need to play. Market full tip point. Uh, Reddick I was just talking out my ass. I don't even think that's a good idea. But no, they I'm didn't do saying, that. Because the way that um, what's your boy name who made the um all defensive team for the um Celtics? Robert Covington. The way he played in the playoffs was for just the trash. I mean, the way he played in the playoffs for the um Sixers was trash. Yeah, no, he was on and off. There's some games where he was balling, but but that, he that was goes just, for the whole team actually. JJ Reddick, Bellinelli, everybody. That was disappointing from Covington. I was like, bro, you've been, you've been balling in basically all year. Man shot 31% in the playoffs from behind yeah, the yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 32% from the field. Oh my God, you're trash. <laughs> but to be fair, pretty much all his shots are threes. That's still trash. No, it wasn't. It's, it's, it's like half of his shots from, were, were, uh, were okay. from three. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Everything else from in between the three, I mean, um, <laughs> In, inside the three point line, thirty four percent. Ah, that's all ugly. twos. Thirty four percent, bro. You're trash. If you if you didn't know what kind of player he was, and like you just started watching basketball, and I told you what was average, and you saw those numbers, you'd probably think like, how the fuck is he getting that many minutes? <laughs> he was he was trash. Yeah, he was trash. <clears throat> Reddick was fine. Bellinelli was uh, you know, okay, all right, Bellinelli. I'm all excited right, for that team. I am too. But um hey yo guys, thanks for listening to the AO podcast. Um Jesus. I mean the all top podcast, I'm bugging, I'm bugging. Did you do that A-O- on purpose? I'm actually asking for serious. No, I didn't. Come on. Okay, come on, come right. on. You never come know, man. You never know. Uh agent, co host, guest, say the something. Main character. Bro. Do you call me a guest on my own podcast, bro? <laughs> 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 hey, yo, who's guys, your, wait, wait, who's your wait, wait, who's your highlight player? I know mine's Oh, is. uh my highlight player is uh, Devin Booker, because nobody's been talking about him recently, and he still has a ton of potential. My highlight player is Zion Williams. First, you're pick already four. on the hype train, bro. I can't stand you, man. Look, bro, look, I can't be on that hype. <laughs> I can't be on that hype. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I was on that hype train the second I saw his first uh, high school mixtape, man. There you go. There you go. Um, but any, any, um, closing remarks, um, for my guest, Agent Zero? The guest. Hey guys, if you haven't dropped a five star, go ahead, do that. Um, thank you guys for listening, man. Lo, every time you start this podcast, it is the off season. We don't have much to talk about. It's basketball. There's always something to talk about, man. Uh, but yeah, this was fun. 
And uh, thank you guys for listening. I want to thank my guest, Agent Zero, for coming out and uh, showing some support. <laughs> and um, Yeah, I'm going to be off next week on the pod, bro. You're, I'm going to be replaced with Joe Rogan. Wow, what a headass. I want to thank uh, thank Agent, thank um, my, my my guest tonight. And, uh, all right, I'm a guest. I get it, bro. Hopefully we'll see you all uh, next week. We'll see you all later. Peace. Peace. Bro, I don't, bro you're a guest, bro. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, you know, you you got it. I'm, I'm gonna let my guest do it. Go ahead, and do it again. Go ahead, <laughs> go, ahead go ahead and do it, bro. Nah, you got it, bro. You got it. Go ahead. No, no, no. You already, you already did. So go bro, ahead. And do it. Uh, I'm waiting. I'll do, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. We'll see you all next time. You gotta say it now. You gotta say it. Say it. Say it. Nah, it's over, bro. I already ended my recording. Oh, my psych. God. All right, let me chill.